SLB Radio in Pittsburgh presents From There to Here Stories of men and women born in other countries who now live in Pittsburgh I was born in Zambia In Chile Taiwan I moved to the U.S. from Iran when I was 11 years old In Turkey, military service is compulsory Every young man has to serve, and there is no age limit. You cannot run away from it. When I was growing up, (laughs) my mom's parents um, lived with us in the same house. It's very common in Ukraine, and my dad's parents... The good part of being an immigrant is that you meet people from all over the world which are in the same situation as you. On this episode, Sumeda Nagpal. Sumeda is from India where she worked as an English teacher and textile designer. She and her husband came to the U.S. in 1987. Sumeda talks about the things she has learned since moving to Pittsburgh and how her hometown has changed. Here's Sumeda's story. My name is Sumeda Nagpal, and I was born in New Delhi, India. I grew up in a small uh, neighborhood with uh, mostly brick and concrete houses. They were not like, you know, the houses over here. We had flat roofs and uh, it was lovely. And, you know, we had a lot of neighborhood children and my childhood was just playing outside with the kids. I'm an only child, so I was just a family of my mom, dad and me, but uh, my father's brother used to live with us for the first 10 years of my life and when he got married he moved away but I come from a very close-knit family. I was a spoiled child. (laughs) Got everything that I wanted but my mother and father were both working. My mother was the headmistress of a school and my father was in real estate. Well I, I studied and I did my schooling and my college and uh, other technical studies uh, in India. I'm a textile designer by profession, but what brought me to the U.S. was I got married and my husband wanted to immigrate to the U.S., so obviously I joined him after one year. I got married in 86, and I joined my husband in 87. I came uh, from a very small, protected family to this world where I had to do everything on my own and I traveled to the US just with two suitcases. One suitcase had my clothes and the other suitcase had stuff for the kitchen so I could cook. Briefly I was a teacher in India. I used to teach English conversation to uh, foreign students. I did not have a chance to work much in India because right after I graduated from school I taught for about a year and a half, and then I got married. When you leave India, you come with stars in your eyes. You you want a better life. And when I came to the U.S., I was asked really weird questions that, do you have cows on the street, or do you live in mud houses? Because people didn't know. I came 25 years ago. And at that time, there was no internet, and there was very little awareness about India as a country. Now people know much more because of the global awareness and the global programs that you all learn at school. You guys start young. But when I came, 
I wanted to have a better life. I wanted to make a life, start a new life for myself, set up my business. And there were a lot of different pressures on me because we were going to start a new business. I was going to make my home. So I came with stars in my eyes to be a good wife, to be a good mom, and to be a good homemaker. I miss my family. That is the biggest thing. You know, when you immigrate and when you move to a whole new foreign country, uh, you are leaving your mom and dad behind. And me being an only child, that was the most difficult aspect for me. But I was joining my husband's family. Part of his family was here. So that made the transition a little bit easier for me, but didn't take the herd away because the rest of my extended family was all in India. And also food was a big thing because I was an only child taken care of by my parents, never even had to pick up a glass at home. You know, so come to this country, you're on your own. So I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm, I have to do everything. So that was a little hard as well. But also socially, like it was difficult for me to adjust because you are in a new country, new culture. So it was a lot of adjustment for me. When I came to this country, India was like a time capsule. I could see India when I was living over there and it never changed for me in my head. But it was progressing. It was changing. So every time I went back, it was a shock for me that, oh, my God, now it's so different because I had that vision of India in my head. So, yes, I have gone back to visit with my family and uh, I enjoy those trips every time. And I loved having my parents come and visit me, but both of them are uh, gone now. They passed away. So I miss them a lot. Just to give you a little bit of a comparison, because when I was growing up in India, Delhi, that was my uh, you know birthplace, New Delhi, it was lush and green and there were parks everywhere and I, I just remember the the four seasons so distinctly we had fall there when all the leaves were falling and it was the most beautiful time and we had spring and you could see the flowers blooming everywhere but now when I go back to India the starkest change that I see it's all concrete those green patches have gone because of the population burst. But with the economy changing and with the modernization, with all the things that have come up, it's easier to live in India. But I will still say after living in Pittsburgh, U.S. for 25 years, I don't think I could go back and live again in India. I had a full-blown Indian wedding with a thousand guests. I got married in India. And it was a big wedding, big, big wedding because of being an only child. So my parents were probably committed to invite everyone they knew uh, because that was the only big wedding or big ceremony they would have in the house. So, yes. And I was a traditional Indian bride with traditional uh, clothes and jewelry and everything. I cook an Indian meal every day, and the rule in my house was that if we have an American lunch, we have an Indian dinner. So I continue to do that and do everything from scratch. Well, first of all, I'm going to start the comparison between Diwali and Christmas. So uh, Diwali is our festival of lights, and it kind of corresponds a little bit to Christmas time. But my favorite festival is the Festival of Colors. It's called Holi, 
and it is uh, usually you know in the month of March and it signifies that you know you put color on your friends if you're angry with someone you forgiveness is is the biggest thing and basically our Hindu culture and religion teaches you that that everyone is equal and it teaches you to forgive so once you put color on someone's face you are embracing that person you are forgetting all the differences between you and you are friends all over again This episode is based on an interview conducted by Emma, Isana, and AJ from Winchester Thurston School. To learn more about SLB Radio, visit slbradio.org.